here's my question. What's your question? Do you have any new healthy obsessions? Healthy? (laughs) (laughs) I there is nothing healthy about any of my obsessions. Minus reading. I was just gonna say I'm rereading Den of Vipers, trying to see if it'll get me into reading anything else. Um I thought you liked Den of Vipers. I did. Okay. Yes, I enjoyed it very much. Um That's one that I need to read. I just I just I I a huge last minute the last few books that I bought was a, a huge amount of them were a bulk of um what the fuck am I saying? I don't know. You bought a bulk of books? I did. And they're all sad. And I'm not ready to step into that funk. You're very popular today. Oh, it's Jonathan. Stop! Boy watches us. He got mad because we said he doesn't listen and he listens. He don't listen. He said he don't listen. What? What? I don't know. He's he sends, a, he's he asking sends the, about a TikTok. He sends the best stuff sometimes. Oh, I know. And then I go to send it to you and I'm like, she probably got this from him too. Yeah. So. That's why whatever he sends me, I don't send to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, bro, you ever heard of a group chat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, bro? Anyway. Um, so thanks for listening, Jonathan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what are you talking about? Books? Sad books. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's because I wanted to say. I keep seeing the same recommendations on BookTok, oh, so and it pisses bad. me off. I know. Everything trends. Bitch, branch out. So, like, I bought, here I go again, the Ravenhood series and the Sarah J. Moss books, the Akatar series, yeah. because FOMO is real. But then I bought all those Colleen Hoover ones, and I'm like, yo, but Colleen Hoover always makes me ugly cry. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I don't like ugly crying. I, I don't mind it. I just don't know if I could do three books Back to back. I want to read so badly. I have an urge to read, but now I have so many to-be-reads that I'm just like, I don't even know where to begin. Mine as well. And then I signed up for that stupid thing online. Bro, when you said I've never signed up for anything so fast, I was like, girl, I was just, that's, I wasn't, that's not why I sent it. I just wanted you to see it. I know, but (laughs) free books and then you just review them. Yeah. I used to do really good reviews, and then I, I, I remember. got lazy. Yeah, I remember. You remember? I'm glad you remember. I do remember. So now I have way... T- well, okay, so Charlie got me the Witcher series. Yeah. And I want to start it, but I, I realized... It's a commitment. Yeah. It's like, what, eight books or something yeah. ridiculous? Well, but not only that, the books I had been reading all were like fantasy magic related, mm-hmm. and I was like... I need to like take a break. You need a palate cleanser. I need a cleanser. So that's why, like, recently I read a World War II nonfiction. Like, you I are odd. What you? Are- <laughs> what you mean? You read nonfiction? That to me is weird. People who read nonfiction is weird. It was fascinating. It, it's called the Girls of Atomic City, and it was during World War II. These it was like eighty thousand people or something. They created a city in Tennessee that wasn't on any map. Okay. No one knew why this installation was there. It was very heavily guarded. Mm-hmm. The people who worked there could not say shit about their, what they were working on because they didn't know what they were working on. Oh, they God. were working on the atomic bomb that dropped on Hiroshima, but they had zero. So you're into that stuff, though. It, it's it's interesting. Yeah. No. I like true <laughs> true crime. I'll read. I I got something for you though. What do you got? So I watch Dead Asleep. Yeah, what's that? On Hulu. So uh, is this nonfiction? It's this is a true crime thingy. Oh. This is a one hour and something minutes oh. documentary. Okay. About a young man who Ugh, stabbed man. his bestie to death twenty five times. Well clearly he wasn't his bestie. He don't recall doing it because he was sleepwalking when he done it. Oh my god, I think you sent me the trailer to that or something. I did. I did. And this is something that's been brought up in court before. Um, Can you tell me more? Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Tell me more. So, oh, sorry. When. I hate you. <laughs> I, def- no, I hate that movie. I don't know. <laughs> Just... I, I, what? Really? Uh, I'm not a musical person. Hmm. That's odd. So um, we open up with everyone was shocked. 
everyone was shocked. It just opened with that. You're like, no, honestly, I can't oh. remember how it opened up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like. So here's the thing. I it took me a minute. I was very lazy these last two weeks because I worked a lot and I was going through a lot of changes. So and I had other things happening too. So it took me a minute to get into the stuffs, into the stuffs. Right. So off the top of my head. Um, they were young. They were living in Florida, and it was this, of course it was Florida. Of course it was Florida. On my birthday, somebody went to jail because they attacked someone with a cookie. You can look it up. I'm sorry, what? You can look up arrest records on your birthday. Attacked by cookie, arrested. Was this Cookie Monster? Gone I don't wrong? know. I don't know. But um, also, so it was this girl living with her sister. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics. I of don't. Time. I don't know. Like this. Like this. Like oh, a, like a like flying a, stuff. Yeah, like one of those. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you want diabetes, boom. <laughs> assault with a cookie. I guess it'd be you aggravated assault disease, if it's like from here up, it's aggravated assault. Oh god. Um. So these two girls, their siblings, and their bestie, who's a dude. I don't remember any names, guys. I'm so sorry. I just know that it's on Hulu and it's called Dead Asleep. Uh, they all moved to Florida or whatever. Um. So the girls were supposed to move by themselves. And then he, it started off as a joke. Like, oh, I should just come live with you. And he was like, oh, and in this whole thing, like he is actually interviewed. Oh, interesting. Okay. And he looks like he's 12. And this man is? In his 20s. Oh, okay. He he cannot grow a beard. Got you. It's Tom Holland. genetically <laughs> impossible for him to, to grow one. Um. So, and he was, like, a little heavier set. Like, they described him as, like, not that very good looking. He was very soft-spoken, very gentle, very kind. Yep. And him and this girl were, like, best friends. And they, I guess the interviewers were asking, like, was there any ever, like, a romantic notion? Or no, it was never anything like that. They were truly just, like, brother and sister. And even he said it, too. He was like, she is, like, my sister. And, um... I think if, if I remember correctly, it opens up with a 911 call mm. and it was him who had called and he's like, someone needs to get in here because someone's just been murdered and it was me, but I'm not there. I'll be at the, I think it's, they say Haverhill Park. Weird. I, I thought it was Haverhill, but whatever. So he's weird, like, I'll weird. be at Haverhill Park and that's where they arrested him. And when they brought him into the station, he, the officers and the detectives that were there described it as genuinely remorseful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they they go through with like a uh it wasn't animated. It was just like a a setup of the house and like action figures and they walked like through a like a recreation. Yeah. So I guess the night before he had been acting weird, but he and they don't tell you this after bad that you find out like halfway through or longer um, through the documentary that he at this point of his life was again stuck in a rut, which is why he moved out of wherever he was before. Um, He was raised by his mother and his sister. Um, They're very much like hippie ish people. Yeah. So that's why he came up with someone so gentle. Like, you know what I mean? So whatever. So, um. They do the recreation or whatever, and there was, like, a text message that had gone out from the girl being like, oh, he's acting really weird and inappropriate. Like, just come get me. It's to someone else. Um, He was super obliterated drunk. Ridiculously drunk. Um, He was also on drugs. He was also an insomniac. Yeah. Uh. Which is what triggered the sleepwalking, which he had had from a very young age. Mm Mm-hmm. If there's one thing they tell you about people who sleepwalk is do not disturb them. Yep. Don't wake them up. Because they can get violent. You don't know what's going to happen. So here's what happened, right? So she, I guess, was moving out with a boyfriend. Yeah. And this was the morning after she got weird the night before. She was also drunk. And he, there was a text message exchange and he was like, oh, um... Don't forget to stop by. I have something for you and say goodbye before you leave. So she stops by. She picks up said gift. They say goodbye. Now, he says that he was awake for that conversation. Okay. And then he went back to bed. And when he came to, he was standing over her covered in blood with a knife it in his hand. It was her? What? The victim? Yeah, the best friend. Oh, shit. I said it. The best oh, friend. I, I, was, I don't know why, but I kept picturing a, a guy. Okay, go ahead. Mm. He was the... Yeah. 
So, um, they were trying to figure out, like, the timeline because apparently, according to psychiatrists and everyone, every other fucking professional, this is possible. You can kill somebody in the middle of a sleepwalking episode and have no recollection. And until this day, he still has no memory of doing this. That's fucking wild. Right. And he confessed to it. Yeah. He's like, I know I did it because I was standing over her, like, covered in blood. Like, I, it was it was happening. She was alive because they saw that she had aspirated or whatever. Yeah. Um, But he had left her there because he didn't know what the fuck to do. He freaked out. Um, So they were saying that between the text messages and when she arrived, because he gave him a time, and the time that he left, and there's video footage from across the street of him leaving, mm-hmm. it was like 22 minutes. Holy shit. And spoiler alert. He's doing life in prison. Well, yeah. But they were trying to get him out of it, like his lawyers, because it's like, well, he has no recollection. He wouldn't do this normally. Like, he should be He's fine. not like a quote-unquote danger it, to They society. were trying to say, like, you know, due to a mental... I don't know if it was like a mental... Like an illness or a manslaughter or whatever. They were trying to reduce his sentence. But the jury found him guilty because they were saying that, no, he definitely did it. Because the experts were saying that you do not sleepwalk unless you're in a deep sleep state yeah it was 22 minutes and he had spoken mm-hmm. to her there's no way you can slip into de- but then again exhibit a is right here i was gonna say you exhibit a is sitting yeah. right here yeah i hit the pillow and you're out bro you're in ram before you even hit the bed you're- <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just sitting there like literally scratching my head like is it that far-fetched, though? No. You're doing drugs. You're borderline alcoholic. You're an insomniac. If you're anything like me, before, on your on your way to the pillow, you are already halfway through your REM cycle. Yeah. I fall asleep, and, like, I, I can stay, I can be up because of the kids, but I could be in my REM cycle and I get up. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like... People are very different. And, you know... <laughs> My grandmother was almost a murderer. Oh. So my mom's mom had infamous life, but her whole you life of sleepwalking. You told me this. And they, uh, so my grandmother and her stephusband, her numero trace. Uh, oh my God. Who was the only one I knew of. Okay. Like when I was alive. And he's the one that lived with us. You're still alive. What? You're still alive. You said when I was Meaning, alive. Meaning uh, when I was born. <laughs> when I was born is what I meant to say. Um, And so they lived... Up in New Hampshire, and I guess my mom was visiting them once, or we were all visiting them, and, like, wicked young, and she kept hearing, my mom woke up to these noises, and she's like, what the fuck? And she goes in, and her mom is straddling her husband and choking him. <laughs> and she was fucking asleep. Yeah. And choking you're not supposed him. to wake somebody up in that state. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, oh, this is where, like... So you know how you sent me that thing that Ed Kemper is up for parole or something like that? In two years. Yeah, yeah. He is 73 years old, but he he was also known as the co-ed killer who liked to behead women and fuck their brains out after a beheading. Yeah. Um, Literally fuck their brains. But in my head, I'm like, oh, but he's like an old man. Like, he's harmless. Just let him out. Joma, how fucking naive are you? So the whole time, right, I went into this Uh-oh. thinking like, I'm not going to fall for it this time. He's guilty as fuck. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, let the man go. <laughs> <laughs> he killed his best friend, but he didn't know what he was doing. Like, yeah. that's me. Like, I could, when people are like, oh, you'd make a great lawyer or a great psychiatrist. No, bro. I literally will be Harley Quinn. That That's what's yes. going to happen to me. Yes. A psychopath is going to come into my life and brainwash me, and then I'm going to become a crazy bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just where our life is going at this point. <laughs> like, if you see it. That's you, different. Yeah. You know what I'm talking it, It's hard, too, because you're like... I'm going to play you a clip because oh I need you to understand where I'm coming from. No, but even with the Ed Kemper thing, I'm just like, he had mommy issues. And, yeah. and I said, too, I was like, maybe he resolved his mommy issues in jail. And now he, like, right. he knows not to kill. But, but-, I, but people were also saying that, like, if Ed Kemper's mom was never... Like, if she had died at a young age, he would have never... He would have been fine. Yeah. So then I'm sitting here like, oh, maybe because his mom's dead, he'll be fine now. No. Joma, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, also every- a big man. 
and he's old. So I keep saying, you know, oh, maybe, you know, he's too frail. He's too old to do these things anymore. But you you just, I don't know, man. He could just run into somebody and kill them by just sheer force. (laughs) Probably. I'm sorry. I have to get through the fucking commercials of Hulu. Even though I've already watched this. But, um... I thought it was interesting. I didn't like the courtroom scene because it was like a very. Wait, wait, did they li- like tape the courtroom stuff? They did, but it was it looked more like a conference room, and there was just like the the camera was at a weird angle. And honestly, like I just I fell asleep during that part, and it wasn't like till the very end. But just hearing like even like the jury struggling through it, yeah, you know that eventually like it was split. And they're like, we had to go and just rely on the evidence because. What else is there, really? Exactly. And, in and that's what all they, they tell you. Focus on, he, the guy, the juror, because the jurors were also interviewed. Yeah. So the juror was like, you know, we literally drew out a timeline and we went by what the experts say. And if it takes you two hours to legitimately fall into deep sleep, then there's no fucking way that in 22 minutes you woke up had a conversation, put your head down, and then woke up again and stabbed your best friend 25 times. Yeah, but then again, like you said, there's you. (laughs) Like, my mom's the same way. Her head hits a pillow, she's gone. But I wonder, like... And that's without drugs and alcohol. Like, that's stone cold (laughs) sober. Yeah. But see, my thing is, is like, am I falling into deep sleep or am I am I just really fast to fall asleep? Like, that's that's my thing. Look at Bro, you were snoring. Look at he literally. I was gonna say that's a piece of meat. That's him. That's him. He's talking about the job that he had and why he moved out to Florida. He just looks like a twink. Yeah. Sorry, that's not my. That's not. Not she meant like a. Whatever the fuck it is. He just looks like an innocent child who would never do anything wrong. And the whole time, like, when he talks about it, he's literally crying. Oh, she's cute. Yeah. And he didn't look like that. When yeah, they were they're friends. showing the... Pictures and yeah. stuff. And, and the thing is, it's like, when, when they told the parents that... Jordan was stabbed to death. Obviously, they freaked out. And then they said to them, oh, my God, did it it say what his name was? Hold on. I'm sorry. Then they said to him, uh, to the parents. They were probably in shock, right? Oh, God, it just says young, young man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Yeah. When they said to his to her parents, like, this is who did it. Mom literally stopped crying. She goes, no, absolutely not. That makes no sense whatsoever nobody in their lives with the exception of like one dude because she had texted him like oh he's being weird like he was naked in a closet but he was also drunk and high what are you do- what what are you making that face he was like it- i feel like i've watched this or heard of it because you say drunk naked in a closet i'm like i know th- this triggered something <laughs> Well, he was just acting weird. Like, he was fully naked in the closet, like, crouching down, and he was doing this. And she got spooked by it. Excuse me, I have hiccups. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Okay, I think I'm good. I sneeze all the time. What the fuck's the difference? Yeah, but I can't, like, Oh, you can't talk. Yeah, because I'm interrupted every three seconds. So, So, the guy that got that message from her was like, oh, he was acting weird, so he probably really did kill her. Do we know? Did they ever say how he was acting weird? Well, was in it just that like, sense, it was just that one instance. Like he began to like be rough a little bit, and oh, right, okay. but they also described him as the life of the party when he was fucking drunk. When he was inebriated, yeah, everyone fucking loved him because he was the life of the party. He was down for anything except for that one moment where he stripped fucking naked and hid in the closet and then was laughing by himself. Like, dude, if you've not had a moment like that when you spend half of your fucking 20s or early teens drunk, then you didn't do it right. Mm. So people do dumb shit when they're drunk. Well, yes. But I just, like, and I understand, like, I would have been that pain in the ass juror 
that would have been like, I just don't feel. And they'd be like, according to the evidence, because you can't bring your feelings into it. Yeah. But I, even after like sentencing him as guilty, I would, I would feel so icky. Yes. Because even the officers, like, I feel like detectives and officers who have been doing this their entire life, if a child comes into the room and says, I killed my best friend, but I have no memory of doing it. And he is visibly upset and remorseful. And they all said, they're like, dude, it was like genuine like that. There was nothing uncomfortable about that. That was completely real. Like he's not fake. You can't tell me that you're that good. Yeah. If an actor. The best of the best were, they're not fooling the, the fucking cops. I'm sorry. So I feel bad. I might watch that because that actually sounds very interesting. I, I want to see, maybe, let me Google Do they it. go into the science behind the brain? Um, I like, wish that they did. While in REM? Mm, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that they did, but like I said, like I was either- In and out, I, yeah. Not only in and out, but like, I'm such a bad host. I, I wasn't just in and out. <laughs> I was also working while I was watching this. That's- because if I have to wait until I have a moment to watch something- I'm either gonna fall asleep That's or true. I'm I'm busy with other things. That's true. So um dead asleep. I like this. I'm gonna watch this. That's so fascinating though, because it is, yeah. And it's almost like it reminds me a lot of like if somebody has a severe mental illness where they're quote unquote determined to be like insane. Yeah. On paper. Like that's just the way they're brains wired i don't know so it's almost like they can't help it i don't know it's it's just weird 20 year old oh i'm sorry uh 21 year old brooke preston that's his name no that's the girl oh jordan i think was the sister all right so it's uh it happened in 2017 21 year old brooke preston was killed by her roommate and childhood friend randy herman jr then 24 he stabbed her at least 25 times in a violent attack that involved her being dragged around the house. Jesus. Dragged, ar- dragged around the two friends. West. Oh, it like cuts because. Let me see. Um, Sleepwalking while during a hangover and sleep deprived state. Damn. That's what they. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not easy on the body. No. He called 911 mm-hmm. um, and confessed to the stabbing. Claimed he has absolutely no memory. Soon enough, his defense began. Yeah. Do you know what would be really fucked up? Mm-hmm. If he didn't actually kill her and it was somebody else, and then he just woke up trying to revive I, her and I sleep, feel like because it was... so the, the Got blood on him and thought it was him. The person that came in, the blood spatter and analyst or whatever that came in, said that she's like, I've been doing this for however many years, and this was probably the most... I, I can't remember the exact word she had said, but basically it was like the most horrific thing that she had ever seen. Wow. Because there was just blood everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. Because he would stab her. And I mean, she 25 would try times to run. is a lot. She would run and he would stab her and drag her and she would try Jesus to run and kick Christ. and fight and he would stab her and drag her. And well, like- I feel like, boss, no. <laughs> He's He just said hello. I know you're going to ask me to come in early and I don't. She had to do the podcast today, boss. Shush. Um, so uh, the amount of technology that we are surrounded by, I feel, has increased because of the isolation we feel because of COVID. Uh, I don't know, but it, I don't know why I brought in COVID, but this didn't happen during that. Um, it's an interesting time to step back and look at what we're doing to get our normal lives back. I don't know why it's talking about any other shit. What are you looking at? But anyway, well, it's an article about it, but it's like not really talking about the actual thing. This sounds like a good doc, though. Alcohol consumption is known to induce sleep disorders and sleep deprivation, like drinking, can cause issues with memory and perception. Now, he had been a drunk way before he moved out to Palm Beach. Yeah. And he had been using drugs as well. So it's like, I don't. Not a good combo. If he was sober, like, he would have never done that shit. No. And I can't... I wish I could see what he was sentenced. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Hold on. At one point, he stayed up all night before watching the sunrise and spending the day with Preston, who was preparing to leave their home to move in with her boyfriend. The friend spent the day drinking on the beach with a bottle of champagne and 12 packs of beer. Damn. Before returning home, Herman picked up two more cases of beer and estimated that he drank around 30 beers that day. That's not even including the drugs. 
and the lack of sleep from before. Well, fuck. No wonder. How can you not? How, oh. And then, and what they're focusing on is, well, he got up and had a conversation and then went back to sleep and then got up again. Yo, I fucking believe it, though. I don't think he ever woke. Like, he, I was, don't asle- think- he was asleep. So the thing is, is but functioning. because he remembers that conversation. So therefore, he must have been awake. Therefore, oh. he must have remembered everything else. But you are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I've woken up and said things and then gone back to sleep and then continued on and I have no memory of what the fuck the second part is about. Yeah. That's messed up. And he's still in prison, right? Yes. Wow. Hold on. I just got to... Answer the boss. Um, I can actually start introducing what I watched, which was also a docuseries. Um, on Showtime, it is four one-hour-long episodes called... We need to talk about Cosby. Oh, my God. Listen, I meant... I meant... To watch it? Yes. But other things. Other things. Yeah. See you. This is brand new. Just came out. Oh, my God. I forget his name. Uh, his last name. But uh, the filmmaker, is, his name is Kamal. Kamal? Kamal. 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 And he uh, he's a black filmmaker who... He's like, I grew up in the 70s. Like He was... And he he's like, I was a child of Cosby. Now, everyone being interviewed, is are they in the TV industry? Or are these just random? I'll get there. Okay, I'm sorry. Because he, that's, and of course, all these allegations that came out in the past several years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, why did nobody red flag this? Like, why are we just hearing about this now? Blah, blah, blah. So the docuseries, um, it's... It starts with going into, like, how Cosby came to the industry. Like, how he started off okay. until today. And that yeah, was the Yeah, because he was older. It wasn't like he came up as a child star or nothing, right? No. Okay. Um, and so they interview, uh, they interview some actors that were on, not the Cosby show we know, but I guess there were other Cosby shows that I was not aware of. They tried to do, like, spinoffs or whatever. They did? Yeah, they did a couple. I'm sorry, during Cosby? No, um, like there was a couple before, but they kind of failed. Like it was before the family sitcom we know, but it was called like the Bill Cosby show and it was something else entirely. Um, so some actors from there, you have, there were some journalists, uh, um, activists in the community, the. Sorry, I just found the the thing. Yeah, go ahead. No. Yes. Maybe. Oh. What are you finding? I'm trying to find this motherfucker's sentence. Oh. On wiki, it usually says it in the little sidebar. But it's not... It's not even prompting that. I can't even tell you. Twelve-person jury found Herman guilty of first-degree murder. Back in... You should be sorry. Interrupting my cause. I know. I know. I just want to be totally focused. I'm assuming it's just life in prison. Um... I would assume. I don't know if he has any chance of parole. I don't know. Which is bullshit. Also, my boss almost just crashed the fucking car. Trying to text me. But then, but then he That's said, why you don't text and drive, kids. he said hello when I sent him that. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Is that from Angry Birds? Uh, that is... Hmm. No, it's not Angry Birds. No, espérate. No, no, no. The chicken... Despicable Me. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a chicken in Despicable Me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the luchador had a, or whatever the villain was. It was one. Of, it was. Oh, yes. I think it was um, the second part. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. He goes, LOL. Ah, almost crashed my car. Any chance you can come in early at all? Well, let's wrap this up so that maybe you can go to work. Ugh. <laughs> um, what am I talking about? Cosby. Uh, so they also. Um, interviewed like the former editor of Ebony Magazine. So it was just like a lot of people that were very much entrenched in prominent during that time pop culture of anything, right? So 
we learn about how Cosby came into, I wish they went into like his early years, like how he grew up, but they didn't. They didn't talk about his family dynamic at all, which sucked because I want context. I know, right? Like we're always so curious. This is so weird about us because sometimes we're looking for a reason and most of the times there doesn't need to be one. I know. It's gross. But I'm more interested in like what spawned this thinking? Like what spawned you to do this? Anyway. Yeah. Um... So he started off as a comedian on, I mean, like, black and white TV was still a thing back in the 60s. And he was on um, I similar shows to, like, Johnny Carson, like, late night, but, like, interview talk show type deal he would be on. And he okay. was, like, the one of the first African-American comedians to have airtime. And he was started to be popular because his uh, comedy was very clean. Like, he didn't swear. He didn't talk about, like, sexual situations. Like, it was all just clean humor. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, he Shrek did. Shrek was also clean. What was also clean? Shrek. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I know. That's my point. <laughs> um, and then, so that's, like, sort of how he started. And then, you know, he was, it's funny because he was doing albums and stuff. And then he was uh, a little buddy-buddy with Hugh Hefner there in the early days of Playboy. And I was like, that's a big red, red flag. flag. <laughs> um, and then he actually did a lot of, like, kids programming, like, PBS type shit. It was yucky. Mm. Yeah, but he was like, it was like reading but Rainbow, is, but is, not. But the thing is, is back then it wasn't yucky. It's only yucky oh, now because we know. Right. And then so back in the 70s and 80s, before the Cosby show that everybody knows of, he did Fat Albert. Um, he did some other kids programs. He, he even... <laughs> This should have been a red flag. <laughs> he made an album, and it was supposed to be educational for kids. And it technically was back then. And it was called Bill Cosby Talks to Kids About Drugs. And he's they literally they were playing audio clips from that album. And it was, I mean, he he's basically trying to explain drugs to children. And he's but he's going into detail. He's like, all right, so now we have uppers and downers. And I was like, how is this education? <laughs> like you're this teaching is a how-to manual. Exactly. So I do remember seeing the clip of like they showed all these people a little clip of the show, and everyone was like shocked. Cringy. I'll get to yeah. that. So then enter in the Cosby Show or Cosby, yeah, that we know and love of the, yeah, the sitcom show. with the family. And what I did like is that a lot of the people that were interviewed were describing society around that time and how. How, um, you know, great the Cosby show was for the African-American culture. Of course, because then after that was Family Matters. Yes. but was awesome. They, it was really interesting because Kamal, the filmmaker, they talked about how African-Americans were portrayed in media, like TV shows, as like dim-witted. Yes. Um, or like from the ghetto. Yes. Dumb. And this family was like intelligent from the suburbs. Yes. Yeah. And that's why they were kind of like, oh, this is what we should aspire to be yeah. is like this well-off family that has art on the walls and um, they're well-to-do and they have problems like us, but this is like a successful family, which they had never seen before on TV. Back right? then, we would call it whitewashed. Basically. Yeah, instead of just, you know. So that was really interesting. But so we know now that, so the allegations about Cosby was that he would drug women and have, you know, basically rape them and then send them on their way. <gasps> like that was, that was like the whole bad thing oh, that happened. God, literally so sick. they went back, like you said, to his, and now everything is put in context and you're like, holy shit. So the episode. They like my barbecue sauce. Yes. <laughs> An episode of that. It's like, Ugh. yeah, he's like, uh, why are they all so lovey-dovey? And he's like. It's my barbecue sauce. And he was they, like the whole joke in his face. I was like, that's disgusting. But here's the thing. Who wrote that? He did. Uh, he, uh, he, oh no. he made basically all the decisions for that show. Writing included. And not only that. But remember, I think they played it in the trailer where Kamal was like, do you remember what Dr. Huxtable's oh, no, job he was? Oh, like a dentist or something. Bitch, he was a gynecologist. Yeah, and then he was like, oh my God, that's right, he delivered babies. And do you know where his office was? Where was it? In the basement of the house. Fuck off. Fuck off. Nope. Fuck off. So that was a decision that Cosby made. That's how, like, icky. Yeah. Yuck. 
He literally told us. Yeah. He. T- oh, yeah. He told us. He told us. And what's so obviously they have um, victim like some of the women that he mm. talk and they give their firsthand accounts mm. and how they met him. And what he would do is he would uh, a lot of them were like trying to be up and comers whether they were actors or models or whatever. Um, and so people would say, you know, you'd be on the set of the Cosby show and there'd, there'd be the section of like really gorgeous women. And you're like, what the hell's going on here? Is there a field trip? Like what's going on? And he would basically invite these women to tapings or whatever and then be like, hey, let's have lunch in my green room. Oh, no. Lock the door, drug them, um, try to give them some type of drink. They'd be out. He'd do his thing. And they were out of there. Date rape. Basically. Oh, God. And what's interesting is that all of these women said the exact same thing where they were like, we didn't tell anybody because we were embarrassed. We were ashamed. Like That's always the thing in any... Yeah. To any degree with women, if you are sexually assaulted in any way, shape, or form, it's embarrassment. It's it's their word against mine. I mean, this is Cosby. Exactly. He's America's dad. Who the fuck is going to believe me? And what was even more fascinating, I don't know why I'm touching that. No, I just, uh, <laughs> I heard a noise and I was like, what is she touching? I'm just bracing myself. From- There's a ball right there. Like, a, the, the, there. And so, um, uh, it, what was even more fascinating was that all these women were from various walks of life. Like, nobody was, yeah, there were a lot of Not models. Not the same woman twice. But basically, like, it was. Oh, that's odd. And what's even worse is that he did that to ego. a. Oh, yeah. He so he invited some woman to be like on the show as an as a, a low like a little role. Okay. And then he sexually assaulted her and she still had to show up to work and act in front of him. And he and she said that he um would always stop her and be like you need to say it this way. And she had to say she was listing off like grocery items. I'm sorry. Can I was the cast of the Cosby show interviewed for this? No. Motherfucker. Raven wasn't the original, like, siblings. No. I know she had to go to therapy for this. Who, Raven? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that made me wonder, was her early trauma about Cosby? Probably. 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 So gross. It's so... So, what kills me now, though... How long did this show air for? This show? Oh, the the Cosby Cosby show. show. I think eight years, seven, eight years, something like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, And there's, I think... The for those who came forward, I think there's like 60, 70 women, but you know damn well that there's a lot more than that. Of course. Um, and it's it was just interesting to see where he started and then to now when he's old, and I can't see his face the same way ever again because whenever they showed his face, he just looked smug. He looked like his ego was through the roof. But it's insane. Like you're talking about back then or now? Now, well. Anytime they show any, now, I see a photo of him. With the context yeah. now, if you look back at the show, you would see those things. Exactly. And oh. they were, they, they weren't hidden. They weren't little hints. No, no, no. It was they blatant. They were in your face. It was blatant. And I, I, were we that naive? Not us because we were children, but like our parents. Like, because I know that there was someone in there and she was like, do not edit this. There's no yeah. way that he could get away with all this shit if someone wasn't helping him. Yeah. And I'm just like, <clears throat> well, um, they didn't even really go into detail about anybody else who may have helped him, except for. I feel for, like there's probably NDAs here. Because um, they, they actually interviewed one of the um, assistant directors of mm-hmm. the Cosby show. And he's like, we would always see this, but we never like thought anything of it. It was like, well, yeah, bullshit. And, but, and then no, I guess because- Cosby's secretary, or assistant rather, who was a male would go to where the audience is with all, like, where the women were sitting and escort them back to his green room. So he knew something because, was happening. again, can you imagine working for a TV star or a movie star? Yeah. You and I were assistants. It's your big break. Not only that, but this is part of your job. Yeah. And if you don't do your job, I will ruin you. And yep. then you'll work nowhere for TV Guide. Yep. yep. So it's just like... It's fucked. It is. And it's it's really funny, though, because later in life, he became like the angry grandpa because he would always go to like colleges and universities and like give a speech during graduation or whatever. And he kept saying how um, 
and I'm going to say this really meanly, so I'm sorry, but he kept saying how, like, all black people need to clean up their communities and they need to stand up and put a suit on and go to work and, you know, stop saying your life sucks. You need to do your work. And Bro, you built your career and your life on the backs yeah. of literal women. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. And he was basically, like, slamming black people for creating their own problems or something like that. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> but... What was even more interesting is that they interviewed one of um he's like a high up professor at a really great university and he's he's a PhD and supposedly Cosby does as well so that's why they called him like Dr Cosby or whatever. Oh, I had heard about but that. But it's not even like uh he didn't even like go to classes or anything like he, it was like a gifted PhD is that almost what because they used his work in in the industry as credit towards his classes. So he didn't even, like, go to anything or learn anything. So the PhD guy was like, yeah, my PhD is real. Like, his is, like, totally whatever, a farce. Basically, it's yeah. like a fake PhD. Mm. And I was like, I don't like that. So, like, he touts that he's this great man, and he really fucking isn't. I'm so glad that we are so... I'm not going to say very woke, but at least we're opening our eyes to shit like this, and we're acknowledging it, and... I just... It's messed up. I hope this brings some sort of closure or wakes people up or whatever to... That's disgusting. It is. Um, But I think he's still out. Because remember, they overturned his... Like, they found him guilty and then they overturned that shit. And um, it's just... How old is he now? He's in his 70s or 80s, I think. Like, dude, it's not fair that... He needs a cane to walk, I think. I feel like he should have been the one to die at the end of 2021. That would have been there great. There you go. Yeah, fuck Betty White. Yeah. Ugh, that's gross. It's yucky. It's very insightful, very well done documentary. So highly recommend to just see the intricacies of Where is what... it again? Showtime. Showtime. Um, that's why I was asking you for your login. And oh, that. that day and I yeah. didn't respond. I'm sorry. I found it though. I got okay, it. Good. Um, um, well, I'm going to... 360 the shit out of this? Yes. Or 180? Whatever. I Listen... I've heard the same things. You should watch Ozark. You should watch Ozark. You same. should watch Ozark. Have I? No. I can get past episode five. Really? I have no interest in this fucking show. So it's Jason Bateman. Yes. He's in the Ozarks. So mountains, trees. Yep. You want to know how he got there? Drugs. Uh, Sort of. So he, you open up, first of all, he's an accountant. Okay. Not like OnlyFans, like an, an actual. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking to this family, husband and wife, about a loan or something. And he's also on his computer and this little file pops up. It says, do not open at work. And he adjusts his screen so it's only facing him. And when he opens it, it's a man getting blown. Okay. Like he's getting a blowjob by okay. a woman. Yeah, okay. And for a second, you're like, oh, my God, is your like porn you know, habit this bad that you're watching it with the volume out and as you're taking clients and shit. And his partner comes in and he shuts it off. They talk these people into bidding money or whatever the fuck the situation is. He talks them into it, blah, blah, blah. So they go looking at the front office and his buddy's like, oh, dude, like what's going on at home that you have to watch porn at home? I mean, at work because you're not getting it at home. He's very vague about the whole thing. So he finally makes it home. He has his dinner with his family, sits on the couch. He's His wife is watching TV and he's on the iPad still watching this fucking video. And then you find out it's the wife giving the blowjob to someone else. Oh. And the wife is sitting on the couch. Yo. And she says something to him. He's like, oh, no, I'm watching something else. Now, I know that he's sitting there deciding, like, what am I going to do about this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that's how it started. <laughs> I was very intrigued. Okay. Continue. I was like, oh my God, this is it. I see it. So the basically what he does is they launder money. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Well, big boss comes through. Oh God. And he is, <laughs> he's out somewhere in a parking lot. In a car with another woman and getting a blowjob. But then there's a knock on the window and the lady's like, you can't be jerking off in the middle of the park. He's like fantasizing. 
that wasn't even a woman in the car. He was just jerking off in his car. You know what? I think I started watching this because I I remember this. Right? Yeah. And then I just maybe didn't keep up with it or something. So he gets a message from his boy and he's like, or a call, whichever. And he's like, it's the middle of the night. Like, I'm not coming to meet you anywhere. And he goes, basically, the boss is here. You need to come. So he immediately shows up. Now, it's him and his partner, an older man and his son. And the boss is sitting there and he's like, I'm missing this amount of money. Where the fuck did it go? And Jason Bateman is like, what are you talking about? Like, we've been working for you for years. We've been loyal partners. Like, why would we fuck up now? So the guy asks a question and he tells a story about his dad when he was young. Like, he's like, well, when I was little, my dad, um, we used to have this cleaning lady and she was great and we all loved her. And my dad caught her stealing once. So he asked, so he went around the room and he asked, what should my dad have done with the cleaning lady? This little woman's like family. Interesting. Caught her stealing. Now, I had already given my answer. Oh, God. What was your answer? She worked at the store. What am I saying? She worked at a store. It was an employee at a store. Yeah. Right? He caught the employee stealing $5 out of the register. My answer, when he asked that, when he was telling the story, I was like, fire the bitch. Fire the bitch. Because in my head, you were that comfortable stealing $5 from my register. This is not your first fucking time stealing $5 from my register. That's how I thought of it, right? So then he's like, oh, she took $5 out of the register and then she just walked around in her merry way. She was comfortable before. She was comfortable after. And she was very quick about it. This was a habit. This is habitual in my eyes. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Then he asked and I was like, oh, fuck, she's about to get real. If you were my father, what would you do with the employee? Forgive her. You know, it was a one time mistake. Blah, blah, blah. And that's how it went around. And he asked Jason Bateman. If you were my father, what would you do with the employee? And he goes, this is bullshit. We've been working for you for years. This isn't real stuff, blah, 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 blah. So he goes on this tangent. The guy kind of loses his shit. Um, the partner's girlfriend was there, but she wasn't, like, supposed to be a part of this. She went, she's like, can I please use the bathroom? Because she was so fucking nervous. He shot through the door and killed the girlfriend. And all of a sudden, the dad of the kid was like it was all this dude's idea so three of them were in on it jason bateman had no idea oh my god they were skimming money from the boss Poor bateman yeah bateman was like what the fuck like what the hell do i do now so everyone gets killed wow the partner the partner was like he had nothing to do with this he didn't even fucking know just spare him please killed into a batch of acid you go Bateman bullshitted his way out of this. He is like, I have a proposition for you. I can make you a ridiculous amount of money in this amount of time by moving to the Ozarks. Okay. So boss was like, sure. I'm going to let you explain further. Yeah. Go ahead. He's like, there's a lot of tourists. And he started to, he just started building on all this shit that happened. And he's like, cleaning money is going to be no problem. Okay, I'll humor you. But if you don't come up with my money, I'm going to kill your entire family and you. So now you have this amount of time to come up with this amount of money. So you have 24 hours to get there. And I want to see, I need news in like a week or some shit like that. So he gets to the Ozarks. He has to tell the wife. He's got two grown kids. Uh, Oh, by the way, this is great. So the wife, because he told the wife and now she knows... She ran to her squeeze to her side bitch, right, to tell it about it. And the side guy was like, you need to empty out all your accounts and protect yourself, which she did. And Bateman went and told his boss. So boss showed up at the squeeze's house, pushed the squeeze out the window down so many fucking stories, splat. Wife is scared shitless. The kids eventually find out when they're at the Ozarks. So now as a family, they have to work together. Bateman looks at his wife and he's like, I know what the fuck you've been doing. You and I are no longer married. This is now a partnership. You're going to shut the fuck up and just go along with what I say. So he has to find ways to clean this money. Not fucking easy. No. So he has to like, he has to do that thing. What do they call it? A corporate angel or something like that? Angel investor. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to invest in your company and build you up and then we're going to be fine. But then what they do is that they pull the rug from under you and sell your shit and keep all the profits. Yeah. That's basically what he has to do. So he purchases a bar and he steals a titty bar. (laughs) 
And that's where I left off because you know what? I can't do it. It People is say it's amazing. Like it's really good. It's while well, I'm waiting for it. Cause it is so fucking uneventful as of right now. Like there were like carcasses being left around the property. So that first they were like, oh my God, it's them. They're leaving us a warning. They find out that it's their psycho kid who's like. That's a lot. He's a, he's the kid is like, he's like studying vultures. And if you leave carcasses out, then the vultures will come. Yes. But it's shit like that. Like there's a family that lives nearby that are all thieves and they steal a whole shit ton of his money. And he's like, the money that you took, it's not even my money. And I'm going to have to call my boss. And basically, like, it just, I don't know what's missing. I don't know when this is supposed to pick up, but I'm five episodes in and nothing has happened. Apart from episode one, which was fucking phenomenal. No one will shut up about it. So I feel like I just need to fucking do it. I feel like I'm about to start from the end. <laughs> because I don't. I you don't know how many it. seasons there are? It's a few. I, I think right? it's like three. How do you continue that storyline? Is what I'm saying. Just kill the big boss. <laughs> um, I feel like... Is I, Jason Bateman good? No, yeah, he's great. This is a top 10. Is there anybody else in it that we know of? Yo, I There's mean. three seasons and a season four part one, which I feel like this only tells me that um, it's not going to last well. Laura Lindley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophia Hublet, Skylar Greeter, Jason Butler Harnes. I honestly don't recognize it. Okay. That's fine. Felix Solis. It's just called Ozark, my bad. Yeah. Um, now see, it this must be the final season then. Because it's season four, part one. Well, because on IMDB, instead of just saying 2017 to blank, it's 2022. Oh, so, so it's I'm wondering a- if this is yeah, the last. I just don't like. Yeah, I'm not seeing anybody else that I know. I don't of. see where where it's. I don't get it, and I don't know if it was because maybe this started somewhere else, and then Netflix picked it up. No, I think it's it was always on Netflix. I think. Oh, and then there's a fucking of course because we we can't move on to any series without the cliche uh, detective who's also um, homosexual and inserts oh, himself into the life of the Ozark to try to figure out because obviously the feds were onto them, but then everybody fucking died except for this guy. And then from one day to the next, he's at the Ozarks. Like, why did you pick up all your shit and leave? And I'm talking like all of his investments, all of them. He emptied every account out, all his bonds, everything. He cashed everything out. Damn. Like you didn't think that that was going to raise a flag. Yeah. So... The boss, he was like, here's the money. Because he tried to offer him the money that was stolen by doing all of that. Emptying out all his accounts, his personal money. Yeah. He's like, here. And the boss was like, fine, that's my money. But I'm going to need you to clean that. And he goes, but it is clean money. He goes, no, I'm going to need you to clean it again. Because I need to see that you can actually fucking do this or if you're full of shit. So it was like $8 million or some bullshit like that that he had to clean. Yeah, It was some ridiculous fucking. I was like. Okay, I see where you're going, but we're not going nowhere. You're stuck. And I hate the wife as much as I hated Walter White's wife. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because she has a fucking boss. You've been cheating on your husband this whole time, and now you're going to sit here and ask for favors, bitch? Oh, You're yeah. lucky he didn't leave. I would have left your fucking ass. Be like, yo, yeah. push her too. That's what I would have said. You know what he said to her? You know what he said to her? He's like, there was nothing more satisfying than seeing that piece of shit that you've been fucking splat on the pavement in front of me. Because Jason Bateman was on his way because he had a private investigator on her. He had a private, that's how he got the video. He had a private investigator on her. Okay. And he was like, (laughs) the investigator goes, do you own a gun? And he goes, no. Then I'll give you the address. Because I, you know. Oh, I got you. So when he's like walking up to the buildings, the guy goes, blah. He's like, oh, shit. So I was just looking up to see. So it's 10 episodes a season. Which is why I was like, oh, okay, it's not a big deal. But, yo, it's the, mm, apart from episode one, I don't know if it's just the tone of this. Like, Jason Bateman is just very relaxed. Like, he's not, I would be losing my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, he's just very relaxed. Everyone else is in a panic. He's living in the fucking boons. 
He's very intelligent. Yes. Okay. I'll give I him will that. give him that. Okay. He's very intelligent. The way that he <sighs> took control of that titty bar, I was like, oh my God. He controls his tits. Yes. Um, he has his tits in a vice. He knows what he's doing. I, like my face is, I, I'm just, I'm still trying to decide if I want to watch it or not. I don't know if I want to keep going. Every time I put it on, I'm like, no. And I get out of it and I go and watch Sons. You want to watch something that's spicy and I just actually... need a little momentum. And I feel like all the momentum happened on episode one. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Like the cop, like the detective that's there, he inserted himself into the family that Jason Bateman's family now has beef with. But the leader of that family, who's like a fucking teenage girl, honestly, is working alongside Bateman with the intention of, I'm going to have him teach me everything he knows, and then I'm going to take it all. Wow. You're dumb. Mm -hmm. Stupid question. Where are the Ozarks? I don't know. Minnesota? I know it's in the boonies. but It's in the middle somewhere. Let's find out. Because honestly, honestly... Because I know it's like ding da ding ding but not like... It is very... Not like Alabama Southern, but like Hick. Where are the Ozarks? Hickville, USA, in the woods. Uh, like mountains. A, like bush people. Like the Appalachians. Did I mean to say Missouri? You said Extending Missouri. southwestward from St. Louis, Missouri to the Arkansas River. Oh! What yeah. did I say? You said Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean, you're not that far off. So, it, yeah. Hmm. It's like part. So most of it is in Missouri and Chicago. Part, a big part of it is in Arkansas. A corner of it is in Kansas and some parts in Oklahoma. That just makes too much goddamn sense. Yeah. Yep. So... That's why the boss was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's where you're going to launder my money? You see that little, like, eep, that little dip in Arkansas? Yeah. Right at the corner of that. It was my, the town where I was born. Oh, my God. I did not grow oh. up there, people, hence the no accent. Just, just, I don't know. Sometimes. What? Sometimes. <laughs> what? Sometimes. No. You have a droll. I was there for a hot minute. Are the Ozarks real? Oh, it is a real place. No, I know it is a real place. I just... I didn't know whereabouts in the U.S. it was. Yeah. And I know that he had been looking at it before, but I cannot remember if it was because because he was looking at, if my memory serves correctly, because I honestly think that the trauma of this show being so fucking boring blocked some stuff out. <laughs> but I can't remember if he was looking at it because his wife was cheating, so he's like, I'm going to move out here. Mm. I want a quiet life. Or if it was because his partner was like, look, maybe we should look into like expanding and moving this somewhere else so we can make even more money. So I don't know if this was like the initial plan. Mm. I'd have to go back and watch it. Don't bother. I don't want to. (laughs) There's so many other things to be watching. So Yeah. And I just like, I'll I'll keep at it. Maybe. No, I'll try. Because I'm maybe the next episode. Who knows? She says this three is, seasons this ago. This is like V Wars. Like I cannot oh, get past yeah. episode four of V Wars, and I feel bad for Ian Somerhalder. But it's like, homie, you just spent eight seasons playing a vampire. You couldn't walk away from that shit. Apparently not. This is this is your one trick, one trick pony. I'm sorry, Ian. And the only thing I, the only other thing I know him from is Lost for the first season. That was it. Yeah, no, I didn't even watch that show. He that's acted himself into a pigeonhole, and it seems like that's where he's gonna stay. Yeah, and it's just, it's, I don't know. But this was not, it's not impressing me so far. So oh, it's a bummer. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, that's a sad note to leave off on. Sorry. But, um, well, I mean, we came back from like rapists. So that's true. And murderers. okay, and I do like Justin Bateman. So I mean. I'll, just because of that, I'm willing to keep going until yeah. this fuck. If it I does do like not baby. hook me by the end of season one, <laughs> I'm not doing it. 
All right, all right, I'll get on it and I'll I'll, I'll do the dirty work. You're gonna see that first episode. You're gonna be like, not even the first episode. It's literally the first twenty minutes. You're gonna be like, oh my god, this is a banger. Yeah. And then I saw, like you said, bing, bada, bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, okay. Adios. Sayonara. Sayonara. Hasta luego. <laughs>